Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I want to begin with this, because we are evolving, hopefully, in a more positive direction as far as COVID is concerned. With increased numbers of vaccines arriving in Canada, we're still trailing countries like the United States and the UK significantly, and we will for some significant period of time. But uh, the whole issue of how does life change after we've been vaccinated? What will be adjusted? What, in fact, will change? It's a very interesting question. And what are we willing to uh, accept? What are we willing to do, you, me, everybody else, once we're vaccinated, if, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I have a question I'm going to ask you, uh, how will we respond if someone expects us to provide proof of vaccination in order for us to be permitted to enter a public space without a mask, without a mask. So what I want to do here is I'm going to just read a little bit of the commentary that I uh, wrote on the 4th of December, and then I'm going to read the commentary that uh, you'll find at RoyGreenShow.com from this week. And there's a question at the end of that commentary that I'll ask you to call in on. So in December, I wrote, why have I decided to accept the COVID-19 vaccine as soon as possible? The question has come my way repeatedly and in many ways, on and off the air, on and off social media platforms. My decision is often challenged. I've heard and read a stream of well-intended explanations about why I shouldn't trust a vaccine, urging that I not lose sight of possible negative consequences. Negative consequences? It's awfully cliched, but getting out of bed in the morning puts into play a myriad of possibly negative consequences. In fact, going to bed is not without its own risks, should we choose to push the envelope. I live with a coronary artery disease, which, had it not been diagnosed and corrected, would most likely have claimed my life two decades ago. However, my determination to be vaccinated isn't at all related to any latent concern about any lingering underlying medical issue, which remains well-controlled. That I will roll up my sleeve also has zero connection to my vintage. I'm a boomer, which my largely well-meaning correspondents insist has the potential to chronologically kick me a little bit closer to the COVID-19 precipice. Bluntly, I don't give a tinker's damn about my age. In any context, never have. I still have, really, all of the parts I arrived at, except for tonsils, and mostly everything remains in reasonably good working order. So then, why would I buck any no-vaccine-for-me-at-least-not-right-away public opinion trend? Because COVID-19 is a nasty little virus. It can and does make people very sick. COVID-19 kills, and it's not just the aged bearing comorbidities. Maybe more disturbing than physical manifestations is the collective emotional toll that COVID-19 exacts. COVID-19 is placing mental health under assault by the painful social isolation it imposes. Economies are shrinking dramatically. Small businesses are tumbling into the abyss. I also miss what I couldn't abide until recently. Things like a crowded elevator or sitting beside chattering and chewing patrons at sporting events or the movies. I detest the current reality of standing on spots while waiting to reach a cashier at a supermarket. At this juncture, in any conversation about COVID-19, I'm usually invited to climb into the hamster wheel debate concerning the wearing of masks. Does the wearing of masks save lives? Are masks visible evidence of a society's surrender? You engage in that arm twisting. If you choose, let me know if it helps. 
So I've more than less finished that commentary with, I'm not afraid of COVID-19, but I'd rather not become its host. I'm confident I'd survive the little bug, but none of us can be certain. So that was December 4. So this week I wrote this. Last December, I wrote a commentary on why I will agree to be vaccinated against COVID-19. I miss what I couldn't abide until recently, I wrote at the time. Things like a crowded elevator or sitting beside chattering and chewing patrons at sporting events or the movies. I detest the current reality of standing on spots while waiting to reach a cashier at the supermarket. I still miss those things, and I suspect you do as well. Masks, too, made their way into the December opinion piece. I'm usually invited to climb into the hamster wheel debate concerning the wearing of masks. Does the wearing of masks save lives? Are masks visible evidence of a society's surrender? You engage in that arm twisting if you choose. Let me know if it helps. All right. So then I added this. We have traveled a bumpy COVID-19 road since that December commentary. That road is littered with curfews, stay-at-home orders, school closures, and limited access to friends and family. It's a road that also witnessed the eagerly awaited arrival of vaccines. While 71% of Canadians recently told Ipsos they are angry that Canada is falling behind other countries like the U.S. and U.K. when it comes to the pace of our COVID-19 vaccine rollout, Prime Minister Trudeau continues to insist Canadians who wish to be vaccinated will be by September, leading in turn to a question or series of then-what questions. When a clear majority of Canadians have been vaccinated... What will be the return for rolling up your sleeve? Will you be free to return to your place of employment? Will mall parking lots again begin to fill? Will stadiums and arenas repopulate with eager and chanting fans? Will directional arrows disappear from supermarket aisles? Will the mandatory wearing of masks at public venues become voluntary? Will we regain access to the way of maskless life stalled by the pandemic? I will suggest yes with a trade-off in the form of displaying a proof of vaccination, but not one bearing the contentious title of vaccine passport. In fact, the Prime Minister has assured that Canadians will not be required to bear any such documentation. Here's how this commentary ends. I suspect that when so-called national herd immunity numbers are reached for a significant majority of Canadians... The shedding of masks in return for displaying a certification of vaccination, like the card issued at the time we receive our annual flu shots, will not become an issue of compromising charter or constitutional rights, at least not immediately. So that's the commentary. You'll find it at RoyGreenshow.com. And the point that I'm making, that I believe arguments to the contrary notwithstanding, that a majority of people, if presented with the option of entering a public venue without wearing a mask in return for displaying proof of vaccination will be something that the majority of Canadians will do. Maybe not happily, but you'll do it. Do you agree or do you challenge me on this? Let's start with Steve in Toronto. How are you, Steve? Not too bad, Roy, yourself. Great, and I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. What, what, do you, what would you do? I challenge you on it because you said that the majority of Canadians are willing. I don't think the majority are. I don't think that. I think the the whole way this thing has been run, and they were promising 
uh, vaccines since last September, and now this September coming, and the way it's all been rolled out, and all the mistakes, and the rushing of the vaccine. I really don't think everybody's on the same page. Okay, so let's, Steve, let's fast forward here. So if we get to the point, or when we get to the point, that there's some level of accepted herd immunity and we have more freedoms, if you are then asked or told that a condition of you entering a public venue without a mask, not that you're not allowed to enter, but if the condition of entry without a mask is that you show proof of vaccination, would you do it? No, no. The the venue can go hang. I, I would uh, I would say that I'm not free because you said when you're free, but we're not free. Okay, appreciate the call. Thank you, Steve. Jay is in Raymond, Alberta. How are you, Jay? I'm good. So I I tell you, I would I would I would sign whatever I needed to sign. I would show them my passport. I would give them my driver's license, and I would give them a drop of blood if that meant that I could go to Montana or if that meant that I could go to the small city where I live and go into a building without a mask on. I would do it in a heartbeat. And I'll tell you the problem with this whole thing. People can say what they want across the whole country. If they would just quit changing the goal line, I think everybody would agree that if, if you guys want to shut the whole country down for two weeks, so be it. But don't change the goal line. Don't keep telling us we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to get to herd immunity and we're going to everybody's going to be safe and everybody's going to be everything. I spent 46 years of my life keeping myself safe. I don't feel like I need any help. Okay, Jay, appreciate the call. Thank you very much. I think most people, like Jay, would do exactly what they had to do in order to enter a public venue, a public place, without wearing a mask. It is so intrusive. And I really believe that the vast majority of Canadians are going to submit to vaccination. Lee is in Oxford County, Ontario. How are you, Lee? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for your call. What would you do? Thank you. Um, Well, it's what I can do uh, because of the fact of a number of allergies. um, It may not be the safest thing, plus also that I have to carry an EpiPen um, all the time. So whatever the components are in the vaccine... Um, if they don't agree with um, everything that I have to abide by, it could be a little disastrous for me. Mm-hmm. I don't you know there's, hear a there's, lot about people who have allergies. Yeah, no, there are writers here, but if the option for you is you can enter this place without wearing a mask, mm-hmm. but you have to show a card that certifies that you've been vaccinated. Would you do that? Would you show the card? Or would you say, I'm not going to do this because it's an infringement on my charter and constitutional rights, and I'm wearing a mask? Now, I understand your situation is different because of the allergies, but fundamentally, I, I would, what's, what's, which position would you take? I, well, I would definitely do everything in my power. I would mask. I would make sure I have hand sanitizers. Okay. However, because I wouldn't be able physically to obtain a vaccination, um, I would be honest about it, and I would forego the concert. Okay. Thank you, Lee, in Oxford County, Ontario. Let's head back out west to Calgary and Isaac. How are you, Isaac? I am doing fine, especially after my Monday run-in with the, with the screamer. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened, but... I was at a Costco, and I basically 
told him off in front of everyone and told him to take his wife and himself, go home, hide in his basement, and leave the rest of us alone. Okay. I, I, again, I don't know what happened, but if you if you went to Costco, let's just say you went to Costco, yeah. and they said, uh, sir, you can come in here without wearing your mask. You can take it off as long as you show us proof that you've been vaccinated. What would you do? Of course I would. I'm actually going to get, I'm in, I'm going to be 65 late at the end of this month on the 27th. Happy birthday. And I definitely will get vaccinated because I have comorbidities. I have been safe yeah. this whole time. I delivered. Okay. I delivered to people's houses. I okay. am not scared of this, but I'm scared of idiots. Isaac, thank you for the call. So clearly, there are additional circumstances that impact everyone. But the fundamental question is, what would you do? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.